0: Now, a couple of parents have uh, sent me this title of book, which they, they believe I need to read. And you can check it out. It's <laughs> called Mothering Our Boys. It's available now from all good bookstores. Maggie Dent is the author and she joins us now morning. Hi, guys. Hi. Now, I know a lot of people sent it because obviously yeah. I, I have two, two boys, boys and I presume a- another third boy on the way. I haven't found out, and you've got three boys. You got four boys.
1: Four. I had four, and after the third, people came up to me in front of them saying, "Oh my God, you poor thing." (laughs) Yeah, why do they? I mean, how bad is that? You've got the third boy on the ground. Like,
2: I think it's because they assume you're chasing a girl.
1: Yeah, well, no, no, it's like you've got the dodgy gender. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) No, they don't do it around girls as much. No, they don't. And then the fourth, Mm. I had people seriously lighting candles in churches for me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, and, you know, what was really sad was one day, you know, my eight-year-old and sort of six-year-old, they heard these women saying yeah. this stuff. So this is where boys start to get the message that there's something wrong with being yeah. a boy. And that's what I wanted
0: to unplug. Well, I find it um, really important because not only do I have boys, so I've got to bring them up and I'm surrounded by boys yeah. here, but I often think that there is a bit of an identity crisis happening in our yeah. society mm-hmm. with boys. And I feel that we're not supporting men in the community enough to be men. That's how I honestly feel. Absolutely right. So and that's what's why out I think it's is, is,
1: you know, basically news reports the worst things, right? And we do know that there are a significantly high number of male perpetrators for all sorts of reasons, but... It's not portraying the actual fact that ninety nine percent. No, and that ninety nine percent don't hurt people and are actually okay. But boys are being raised, getting influenced by those things as well. So again, you know, we have a really big job and a conversation to say, look, our girls aren't as weak as we thought they were, mm-hmm. and that we need to kind of speak to them both in a very similar way if they fall over. But also, we've just got to stop this rubbish that still is linked to the old male code that says boys somehow or other have to be tougher. Yeah, and I really, really challenge that one because when I started, you know, obviously in high school classrooms I had the lovely year nine boys that walked around the room you say hey mate what are you doing he says I don't I don't know miss Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I I said did you feel you needed to walk around he says yeah Okay, so I realise as a high school teacher that sometimes they actually need a bit more movement to keep their brain online. Yeah, right. but little boys are often in early childhood systems and kindies and preps and things earlier. The work is pushed down. Many of them are developmentally not able to cope, so get stressed, get angry, and still the main voice they have is anger and aggression. And then they get busted trying to cope with an environment that's a little bit too difficult for some of them.
2: Can I ask, as a child and still sometimes as a grown-up now, I found it hard to hold my temper. (coughs) Um, And I try very hard my four-year-old boy. I can see that in him and I can understand the struggles that he has because he has this real thing of if he feels there's injustice... There's nothing you can say to him that's going calm, <laughs> to calm him down. Which you also feel the same oh, about. I, 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 no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, Apple it, didn't fall far from <laughs> that tree. <really. laughs> and all honesty, yes. I, I have to work every day yes. to not get mm. up, like okay. not to get aggressive in, in me trying to make my point. Yep. How do you get boys to be more calm, to explain their feelings rather than just pulse. Such a good topic.
1: Okay, so full on fours, you know, there's this big shift in there, they actually get more energy and they go faster and they question more. Mm. So what happens is our brains look the same, but they don't work the same. So what happens when a boy gets upset, his limbic brain, the emotional brain fires up and then it goes down into his body. And when girls get upset, it fires up there and goes to their word centre. Right. So therefore girls are easy, way earlier able to articulate what the feeling is, work it out even internally and deal with it whereas boys just feel really crappy and yeah. often that anger, remember we're still saying basically it's much more okay for boys to be angry than girls. So we've got to shift that one around because yeah. I was told girls shouldn't be angry. Mm. So in that heat of the moment you've got to become an emotional coach. And yeah. That's it, that role, oh, you're really frustrated that damn Lego didn't go the right way, hey? Yeah, I've got that. Stomp your feet. It's okay to be angry. But what we do with our anger is the other part of it and helping our little boys make choices because I've found that really their behaviour is their language so often. And have you ever had that experience where if you go to collect your boy from somewhere and he races up so fast he nearly rips your leg out from under you and hurts you? He's actually not trying to hurt you. He's trying to tell you how much he's missed you. Yeah, yeah. And the words don't come out, do they? Which is the same as why he punches his mate in the head sometimes to say goodbye. (laughs) Oh my God, yes! Our job is to actually give them strategies. Yeah. Like if you want a farewell, really hard high five, you know, or a bump Mm. because it doesn't hurt as much. So we've actually got to decode, particularly often for mums, but now thank you very much for dads because, you know, my work later on as a counsellor, I kept working with men that were really angry. But the anger wasn't actually to do with, um, you know, what I would have thought being treated really badly or shamed a lot. A lot of boys are hurt and shamed when they do things wrong. It was grief, mm. deep buried grief that wasn't able to know it's okay to cry and feel sad that that yeah. pain will go. So it goes into an anger space and then later on it comes out as rage. And so again, mm. decoding the emotional world for our boys is is a really big thing so that later on they don't actually have to express themselves with their fists.
0: Mm. And reading it, I find it's like reading different topics in your book is kind of like going how do I deal with My husband, as well. (laughs) Like, it it is true, isn't it? Where you kind of go like nagging. You've written here like, you know, nagging doesn't work and yelling doesn't work, but gentle reminding does. Yeah. So, and I I think that's probably for all men. No, no.
1: So, for touching on the, on the, uh, there are some biological and neurological thing differences, and we've got great memories, let's be honest. Guys are really good at single focus stuff, and that's partly because they used to be, you know, Mammoth hunters and things. Mm. And we, we were looking after all the kids and fixing things and keeping away from the snakes. And so what actually happens so often is we misunderstand uh, single focus and forgetfulness as a sign of deliberate behavior. Mm. So, you know, there's lots and this is one of the stories you should see the men in the room when I share this one is that your male partner doesn't suddenly go, you know what? I'm going to pee her off tonight. I'm going to forget the bin. Yeah. Because you know we go it's Tuesday, it's Tuesday it's every like, week. How can you forget? you forget it? Yeah. Mm. Um, but you know what? There's something going on in there, and I, you know, disrespectfully and hilariously say, "Well, possibly he's doing his footy tipping in his head. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> or he's or he's got a rash on his scrotum." But there's something that's distracting. She's right.
2: Yeah. And you're no intention
1: to do it. And of course, what do uh, we do? We have to stop being narky because we've got the memory. Yes. Just rub his back and go, "Hey, babe, it's been night."
2: That's not where the rash
0: is. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not where the rash is. but just a gentle reminding. It's, a gentle... it's actually taking a step back yeah. rather than getting annoyed because when we get annoyed, I yeah. feel that I don't Frustrated. know. Frustrated. Mm. Yeah. And I just feel that he closes off yeah. and it just Of course, he close. does. Guess
1: what he does feel? You've stopped loving him. Mm. So there's this massive sensitivity. Over the bins? Yes. Seriously. <laughs> there's massive sensitivity that boys feel really easily like, oh, I've just been a dickhead again yeah. or I've done the wrong thing. What have I done wrong now? Because they make impulsive choices that we really wish they didn't sometimes. Mm. The endless no's and don'ts set boys up to kind of feel like, is there anything I can do that's okay? Mm. And that really comes out later in, you know, I keep saying, you know, you can poke the bear in a committed relationship with opposite genders when you, you go, can you forget that? How can you not find the milk in the fridge? Mm. That sounds like his mother. Yeah. Yeah. So we might go, Hey babe, it's always in the same place. I had boys come in. I had four sons. One was eight and he came and said, mum, wear the socks. I said, babe. We've had the same sock drawer for 16 years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd probably look in there, you know, like, I, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he was quite intelligent at school, but thick is too short. So, <laughs> but what we know is if we work at the strengths of our genders gently, I think that's what's going on. So parenting has shifted now. We don't expect the father at the top and the mother doing all this. What we have are team parents. Mm. And that team parent stuff doesn't matter who's doing what, as long as we've got a team going on. So every now and then with great love, our, our guys didn't possibly have that when they grew up. They had the tough dad. So they default to sometimes what's their automatic. So once again, our job in those loving relationships is to give him, the, give him some strategies but not growl at him in front of the kids and not knock at him so he feels like he's being criticised. And they can, oh, my goodness, step up. Dads mm-hmm. are doing amazing stuff out there. It's a great time to be a dad. Don't you reckon it's a great time?
2: It is a wonderful yeah. time to be a dad. I don't want to let you go. I want to <laughs> I go. So interesting, is <laughs> Do you know what I was just
0: thinking? It's I was like, like, you get me. I was like, next time in a... In course, a I get guys. I talk bloke. Yeah. I was like, next time
2: in a meeting, I'm just going to come up behind you yeah. and rub you on the back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Say, the there must be a spot. lot going on. I'm really, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it's it. That's it's really it. good. Well, this book sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think any parent is going to want to yes. read this. Dads, read this one as well. Yep. Yep. Uh, Mothering Our Boys, A Guide for Mums and Sons. Um, it's available now. Maggie Dent, great to meet you this morning. Thank, Thank you, you for coming guys.
1: Thanks for having me in. Thank you.